Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. the Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. 3CR broadcasts from Wurundjeri land in the Kulin Nation, land whose sovereignty was never ceded, stolen land. We extend our respects to their elders past, present and into the future. In this, our second show for the new year, we'll be featuring some recorded performances from Josh Cake, Yelchi Fanoi, Vicky Mealings, The Magpie Swoop, and Fleecy Malay. Josh Cake is a musician, stand-up comic, poet, and frequent winner of local slams. His new album, entitled Words to Regret When I'm Better at Editing, is available online at joshcake.com, where you can purchase to support the artist, or click the option to shoplift if you're short on cash. Here's two tracks from the album, beginning with The First Building We Closed to Rising Sea Levels. This is not my poem. I mean, it's not someone else's, don't sue, just not what I intended to do. It's I'm not myself, it's who knew that sometimes we don't get to say the thing that we want to say because of the thing that we need to say. Because every article I read about temperatures swelling and ice caps melting and experts foretelling how we'll drown in the sweltering, and how every treatise greets us to teach us that our leaders mislead us and cheat us, will leave us, deceive us, facetiously specious, egregiously grievous, don't treat us with credence, don't heed us, don't need us, won't feed us, won't keep us. And it's so entrancing to glance at our chances with askance, the last things are advancing and I can't think of anything else. I have to practice learning to remember not being manic. Each new fact just turns me through the centre of the panic. I fill up with doom on how the bees are dying and I'm left with no room for how to ease my mind. Fractious erratic, I try to distract it, read a passage from the classics, but the bees interrupt everything. Shall I compare thee to a summer's bees? Give me your tired, your poor. Your bees! See, that's what I want to do, to play with words and play with you and be misheard and get interred in the absurd, but every day I grow more afraid that it feels too late for comedy. I go to tell my lover that I love her, but I stop, frozen in our future with the floods and the fires and the floods and the famines and the floods and the floods, so I reach for her palm to squeeze out the psalm that I'm too inept to pray. That when the water lands, I just hope we're holding hands when we get swept away. I get up like it's my duty and sit up at the computer and I look at the fires and I look at the fires and the billionaire's news is filled with ruses to confuse us and I know they're all lies and I know they're all lies and I read all the excuses about why we have to do this and I feel very tired and I feel very tired so I try to try to write something strong to help the fight but I need to aim higher and I look at the fires and I smell taste the fires and I need to aim higher and three people have passed away before I got this draft away and will I ever find the right line to say wake up stop killing us we are dying or am I just going to wake up and fail and wake up and fail and wake up and fail until the day that I do not wake up
By September 2019, the ocean had risen so high that the town of Stockton was forced to permanently close buildings, and the first building we closed to rising sea levels in Australia was a childcare centre. That's not the poem that I want to tell you. It's just what I need to tell you. This is not my poem. You're listening to 3CR 855 AM, the voice of the community. 3CR, community radio, giving the voice to the community since 1976. What fraction are you? What fraction black? What fraction white? What fraction belonging? What fraction foreign? What fraction of you is you? What frac is? What are you? The teacher said that I am mixed, so could I please list my fractions? Stand at the front, name every land in my blood. My fractions would be very helpful for the lesson, she was quite sure. So when I answered her, she wrote my ancestors inside cartoon pizza slices on the whiteboard. The teacher said that I was a great example of fractions, and I learned that I am a great example when I am broken apart. So I learned my fractions off by heart, learned how to serve myself in halves, into quarters, into eighths, in whatever suits your taste. Everyone likes pizza, right? I know how to divide myself for others. For years, my stand-up opener was, I am descended from slaves and slave traders, so I make myself work hard. The crowd always laughed, so I continued to pit myself against myself, wrote essays on reconciling identities, shredded my tongue so badly I never tasted my lungs. My lungs are always together. My lungs hold all of me with every breath that only splinters at my tongue. My exhale is whole until I speak myself into fractions. One year, I meet a New York socialite whose friends are rich and woke and white, and woke white delighted that I am so diverse. They ask for my fractions, and I am well rehearsed, and afterwards they are so hasty to display that they are not racist that they all start talking about how much they love Obama. They say they are jealous of my skin. One says it looks like semi-sweet chocolate, another says dark chocolate. They debate about me without me. 40%, 60%, no one can agree on my cacao fraction. And I swear I have a strong sense of self, but the next day at the shop I stare a long time at the map above the chocolate shelf. Maps are just neat lies. And I have learned, you can go to the place they call border, walk with one foot on each side, it does not hurt. I am tired of being pizza. I will be soup. No soup is half carrot, half potato. A carrot and potato soup is all carrot, all potato. I am taking the pizza knife off the table. Tonight, I hold myself with a ladle. And there it lived on, in the distance. It wasn't as if you couldn't distinguish anything much, like, for example, a tiny 
Faraway church steeple or brickworks chimney, or perhaps even some miniature swaying palm trees. There was no adverse weather condition like a mist or approaching storm that could explain the lack of. Clarity of vision hampering one's reconnaissance. There was nothing, but there it was, all the same. It's just that the metaphor of a ship nearing its destination, or one's own view. From the other side of the waterway, was wrong. There was no agency, no sense of proximity. It was very, very far away, like a shadow of its former self, rather than anything real. But also. Right before one's eyes, in the foreground, it was up front. It was daring, dexterous, and intense. It was everything you could possibly dream about, and more. It was near in emotion. It could be sensed the moment one got up, the very first sensation when you opened your eyes. It was like having been born with it, not to be discarded in any way or unravelled, and demanding that one should try to live with it. Better. It was a package deal of immense sadness, of many unknown regrets, but always so full of promise and moments of joyous abandonment, a never-ending quest for precious hidden truths, while others played. Trifling games, extraordinarily romantic realities, while the world at large dealt packs of cheating hearts. It was there that one surely would. Find oneself. It was here that one was forever in the wrong place, without any conceivable means of appeal.
Algorithms have become these gatekeepers to opportunity. They're already deciding who gets hired, who gets health care, how long a prison sentence someone serves. And what I didn't realize is that a lot of these algorithms haven't been vetted for accuracy. We don't even know how accurate they are. They often run on what's popular, and we all know what's popular isn't always good. And they haven't been vetted for racial bias and for gender bias. I had no idea the scope of invasive surveillance, the, the preciseness to which they can predict our behavior, and how vulnerable all of us can be to sort of predatory practices because of these algorithms. And so we need some protections in place as citizens. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 AM on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio. You are listening to 3CR 855 on the AM dial, speaking to you in delicious mono, or perhaps streaming from 3cr.org.au. We just heard a track from Vicky Meerlings called Stars Keep Falling. And prior to that, Yochi Fanoi and Shakti Yong with a track from their new album, In the Foreground. Coming up next is The Magpie Swoop with Employee of the Month. And then to take us out, Fleecy Malay with a tribute to everyone still stuck at home in this protracted health crisis. This is the Spoken Word Show on 3CR. Forget waiting for a break and on tables Forget about my name on a playbill I'm able and willing To start making a killing Start paying for some walls and a ceiling I got a bank account that needs filling I'm gonna say goodbye to weekends Gonna say goodbye to weekdays I don't even really need them Gonna get myself some leeway My life will be so easy I don't even want a birthday, I don't even want a Christmas, I just want another work day, checking off my wish list, gonna get a pair of Yeezys, I'm gonna be a stranger, the stranger the better, gonna get a wife and forget her, it'll be just like I never met her, gonna fill my place with leather, sneakers, sweaters, my boss is my best friend, three bedroom place in the West End, what a good investment, with a picket fence out the front. Employee of the month I'm gonna get that happiness The kind they say you can't purchase The kind that makes your cash worthless But I don't wanna hear that I should work less Better finances, better my chances of corporate advances The better my chances Of missing my daughter's dances I'm gonna say goodbye to weekends Gonna say goodbye to weekdays I don't even really need them Gonna get myself some leeway Then I'll be able to afford them I don't want another birthday I don't want another Christmas I just want another workday Checking off my wish list Gonna get a pair of Jordans I'm gonna be a stranger The stranger the better Gonna get a wife and forget her 
little bitch just like I never met her Gonna fill my place with leather, sneakers, sweaters My boss is my best friend Three bedroom place in the West End What a good investment With a picket fence out the front Employee of the month My poor parents were happy You think I'd be happy You think I'd be was a liar my wife got tired ran away with brian haven't seen my daughter since july and i lost all my best friends the bank took my place in the west and i guess it was destined but one thing won't be undone employee of the month part one meet me a boring city worker here is my day job in the morning i wear a suit Catch a tram or cycle into the city. Check in at security, walk up to the first floor, sit down at my desk and press keys. Just like any city worker. Part 2. Meet Laura, an artist. Here is my day job. I play the piano in a fancy hotel. When I get home, I like to cook. Here is Laura's day job. She cooks in a fancy hotel. When she gets home, she likes to play piano. Sometimes, in the basement break room, we each offer professional advice for the other's pastime, meeting underground as if to keep our passions secret. We are lovers, not of each other, but of each other's profession. She tells me her progress with Chopin or Mozart, and I scribble a drill for that bit where she always makes a mistake and I tell her my progress with my latest work of art, and she recommends condensed milk to strengthen the intensity of my caramel mud cake. I have eaten her food, and she has listened to my music, but I have never heard her music, and she has never tasted my food. At work, me at my work piano and her in her work kitchen, we are a pianist and a chef, and afterwards, me in my home kitchen, and her at her home piano, we are a chef and a pianist. The world doesn't know it, and our CVs are none the wiser, but we are taking turns. Part 3. Meet Jemima, an artist. Here is my day job. I play the piano in a fancy hotel. A panino's throw away from me. The waiters at the cafe stand weave beans into balding cappuccini and resuscitate muffins. The waiters have their standing requests from me. I know that Jemima likes Robin Williams and Queen and Justin Bieber and Danielle likes Soundgarden and Radiohead and the theme from Schindler's List. One day, Jemima tells me, You're so talented. I wish I could play piano. And I say, you at your coffee machine and me at my piano are not that different. We both push the right buttons in the right order at the right time to make something beautiful, to make people happy. We both know the requests of the regulars. Colin has a latte from you and Richard Clayderman from me. Andrew has a cup full of black tea and an earful of Peggy Lee. 
We're both underpaid, but I'm overappreciated. Guests gush at me every time, thrill at the songs they know, hold me in a smile. But for the creative who crafted their coffee, most just tap a card and walk past with barely a thank you if she's lucky. They're missing out. Jemima's macchiato is music. Have you heard of long COVID? If you or someone you know have had COVID-19, you may still experience symptoms weeks or months later. There are many symptoms of long COVID, but the most frequent are extreme tiredness, shortness of breath, and muscle aches and joint pains. Anyone can experience long COVID, including children. You can find information in your language on the Health Translations website, healthtranslations.vic.gov.au. Just type long COVID as a keyword. A 3CR supporter. and the ones alone, for the mothers and those with empty rooms, for the fathers and guardians, housemates, kids, carers and parents, the full house families, the partners in no garden apartments, the this house feels too big, now I'm in it alone, for the ones in it alone, for the ones whose bodies never quite fit their souls. And the ones whose economic status never matched their goals, who, no matter how high they held their heads, they still never felt seen. And no matter how many times they turned their face, they never had enough cheeks. For the ones with bruises, where no one sees. With partners who never agree. With lovers they can't tell anyone about without risking their lives, without changing tides, without losing love and family and home and home and home and home for the ones stuck at home. With four walls and a battlefield of trauma to navigate alone. For the ones stuck at home. With a family they love and a grief they can't place and an argument they can't rationalize and tears they can't stop and a bank balance that's falling and a friend out of reach. For the friends out of reach. Watching their loved ones fall apart on handheld devices who wrap their fingers around the screen, hold their phones so tight in hope they might make it through, in hope that their friends survive. For the lovers, and the ones alone, you've got this. Through the darkest hours, through the longest days, you've got this. Through the grief and through the pain, you've got this. And though sometimes it may not even make sense, you've got this. And the times when there seems there's no escape, you've settled for less and you made that okay. No, no, the doors will open. The bruises will fade. You will surface the strength that you need to walk away. You will touch another. You will be held. Food will make it to your table. Friends will make it to your side. Your dreams, well, you make them. That one's for you to decide. But even the darkness is framed by light. And we know what is wrong because we understand what is right. And I see that you get it. I see it. I know. Because you made it this far. And that, that is an achievement in itself. 
except for the lovers and the ones alone. You have got this.